Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscored.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. It is another great Sunday in the National Football League. Happy to be with you. I'm Jeff Parles here at the South Point. It's Live Bet Sunday here on VSEN. Ben Wilson's at Circa. Danny Burke's in Chicago. Gentlemen, it's good as always. And we're going to start with a game that I think is a lot tighter than everyone expected. That, Ben, uh, you'll enjoy this. Currently in a Skycam delay because the Skycam is too low (laughs) at MetLife Stadium. That's the Jets and the Bills. Ben, this uh, Skycam delay is interrupting as good of a drive the Jets have had in probably a half decade out of the half here. Uh, the, Jets, the Jets are in this game driving 14 to 10 Buffalo leads 821 to go in the third quarter. It's the opening drive of the second half that the Jets are still on right now. Bills are five and a half point favorites totals 44 and a half. Uh, ben, it, really the big problem in this game for the Jets has been slowing Josh Allen's legs down so far. Right. You know what? This uh, and to to go with the reference, you will certainly appreciate Jeff. This is kind of looked like a Brentford uh, Man City Premier League match. Awfully plucky from those Jets, Jeffrey. Uh, they, look, and you know they they get the interception from Allen in the red zone on the first drive of the game, and and that's like the one thing to me that for as as much as Buffalo has really had nothing you could possibly point to as a weakness, they've been weirdly casual and kind of erratic in these in these red zone spots. That happens again. But the whole, the, really the whole handicap coming in, if you thought the Jets could go back to what they were doing with Zach Wilson pre-last week, where it was just hand the ball off, complete short little dink and dunk passes, not screw the game up 
there was a pretty good chance they would win. Or they, would, they would keep the game close, not win, but at least cover. And they've done that so far. I mean, I, I know what you said about Allen has been very true on the rushing side, but Wilson, 15 to 29, a buck 27. It's a classic case of like, just do not put ourselves in a position to lose the game with erratic throws. And I give, I give them a lot of credit for not for sticking to that general game plan. And they've totally been the right side here based on the number throughout. Uh, yeah, no, no turnovers so far for Zach Wilson. The only turnover of this game, a Josh Allen interception. Uh, but that game is uh, indefinitely delayed because the sky cam is down. So we'll keep you updated whenever <laughs> that game, whenever that game comes back uh, again in a delay, 840 to go in the third, 820 to go, I should say, in the third quarter, New York and Buffalo. Bills only up 14 to 10 on the New York Jets. Danny, let's go to Chicago. There's been no defense in this game. And uh, Miami just entered the end zone again. Jeff Wilson in his first game as a Miami Dolphin from Tua Tungavailoa, who has just been absolutely spectacular today against a Bear defense that, well, they traded their two defensive players. Of course, things are not going to go well for that defense. Uh, 34 to 25, PAT pending in Chicago. Tua is 18 to 23, 273 touchdowns for Tua. Justin Fields, good as well. 12 for, tw- for 16, 96 yards, two touchdowns, and a really just awesome 61 yard touchdown run uh, to put Chica- Chicago back in the game. But so far, Danny, it's been all offense 35 25, nine and a half. Miami favored by with 5 25 to go in the third quarter. Look, last week this time, us three were talking about this quarterback draft class, and we were saying Justin Fields could arguably be considered the top guy. I know Trevor Lawrence is right there, but, man, this kid is improving every single week. Getsy is improving with his play calling every single week. Who'd have thunk it when you pertain your offense to your quarterback? It actually works out. I know the defense has been abysmal, and I'm beating myself up a little bit because on Vsin's Pro Football Betting Podcast, Mike Palm and I were looking at this game, and I'm like, man, I kind of like this total going over 45 and a half. We were a little scared of the win, so ultimately I stayed away, and yeah, literally no defense whatsoever. And I kind of figured that would be the case because I ended up actually making a play on two as long as pass completion over 37 and a half yards, so we got there with a pass to Tyreek Hill for 39. And, I mean, 9.7 yards per play, guys. That's what the Bears' defense is allowing right now. And look, mm-hmm. you, you can't be incredibly disappointed as a Bears fan because you know this isn't a game you really expected to win. You're not expecting to make the postseason this year, but you're happy because you are seeing this progression of Justin Fields. And from a betting perspective, Jeff, this is giving you life to perhaps taking the Bears as an underdog, to betting these props on the offensive side for Chicago. So, I mean, look, there's – there's still plenty of time. It may take the Bears a couple of plays to get right back in this. But, yeah, right now, trailing by 10, it's been a hell of a game. Danny, just because uh, you – They've you're, become you, a great over team, Danny. Danny, you're, you're – sure of, of the three of us on, on, on the desk right now across the country, you're the one who's, who bets props the most. Justin Fields' rushing prop until moved mm-hmm. into the high 60s should probably be an automatic bet every single yeah. week at this point. Yeah, Jeff, I took a piece of that, too. It was at 49 and a half. And I'm like, well, if it's going to be a windier day, you would think also that he would have to run the ball more. Right. And it's not just because he improvises and makes it work that way, but they're doing design runs as well. Regardless, if there's a spy on him, he's finding a way to create some magic. And you're right, Jeff. I mean, if it's still like 55 or less, you should probably be looking at that as a consistent play from here on out. But I'm sure it'll be adjusted into the 60s coming in the near future. Yeah, I think 65 and a half probably has got to be where it sure. is moving forward uh, with uh, the way that just Chicago's offense functions at this point. Uh, ben, let's go to Jacksonville next. Uh, we are looking at another potential Las Vegas Raider meltdown here. This was 17 nothing. <laughs> 
the Raiders were dominating. Devontae Adams was uncoverable. But as the Raiders have done this year, they've let teams hang around, get back in the game. And with four minutes to go in the third quarter, Jacksonville with the ball, it's 20 to 17. They're in Vegas territory. And right now, Ben, Jacksonville for the first time today is flipped to being a favorite as Lawrence hits a big pass play into the border of the red zone right now, Ben. And a really nice play, too, to, to Dan Arnold to pick that up. Hey, this has been the, the underachievers bowl. And we've, you know, look, we've seen both teams at their worst today. I mean, Jacksonville comes out. How many times have we seen the scripted plays look really good, go right down to the red zone, and then they shoot themselves in the foot? That happens, fumble on the opening possession, and then they decided to not cover the one guy that can really hurt you with Darren Waller out, Hunter Renfro banged up. They just decide not to cover Devontae Adams the entirety of the first half. And you know, for both you and I, Jeff, we like to teaser legs here for the Jaguars. I know you like Jacksonville as a contest play this week. And the thought process was pretty simple. Are we really going to see Josh McDaniels, a Josh McDaniels led Raider team play a full 60 minutes? I was not convinced of that. And we're now seeing that come to fruition here. So uh, to me, that, that live betting move is justified. Jacksonville playing now with all the momentum, it, you know, they at least for as ugly as that first half was, at least got some points going into the half. We're able to get a stop right away, and, and the offense now has really flipped after a slow start uh, here up to uh, just under six and a half yards of play. So, it, look, it, it's, it's a matter of when, when you're betting a Jacksonville game, will you put yourself in a position, if you're Trevor Lawrence, to completely nuke any sort of bet? He has done it time and again throughout this five-game losing streak. He's been surprisingly pretty competent and, uh, and calm today, 19-24 for a buck 90. No big mistakes yet uh, besides that bad pitch that led to a fumble. By the way, they're back underway at MetLife, and if uh, Jets fans Probably don't... fix the SkyCam. Well, good. you know yeah. what? The SkyCam completely <laughs> ruined the Jets' rhythm. Uh, that Von Miller guy, pretty good, forces a fumble. Uh, Buffalo recovers. Uh, so uh, the Jets drive that almost last nine minutes goes for nothing, and Buffalo will get it back. Uh, currently seven-and-a-half-point favorites uh, at 14-10, to 40-and-a-half the live total there. Uh, ben, uh, let's, go to, uh, let's go to the nation's capital. Uh, Jerome Boger's crew, even by their standards, doing something special in this game. The lone Washington touchdown aided by the fact that the back judge took out multiple Minnesota defenders on a big touchdown play to Curtis Samuel from Heineke. Uh, but, Ben, this has really been a disaster for Minnesota. After the first drive, the Vikings have done nothing and trail Washington with 335 to go in the third. 10-7, commanders are two-and-a-half-point favorites with a total of 30-and-a-half. That was truly a Boger, the Boger crew Mona Lisa there, Jeff. Yes. And there, there have been some great moments over the years. Yeah, this flow of the game has reminded me a lot. I don't know if you guys would agree with the Packer-Washington game we saw a few weeks ago where Minnesota looked like in a complete dominant position. They looked like the better team early. Washington could do nothing on offense. And really outside of that one play you talk about, Jeff, at commanders, what, 4.4 yards per play, 12 first downs on nine drives. They haven't done anything. Uh, and you, you look at uh, for, for Minnesota, they just weren't able to take advantage of that long stretch of game where they're up seven, nothing. As we talk about all the time in the NFL, no matter who you're playing, if you don't put a team away, when you have that opportunity early, it's likely going to come back the other way on you. And we're seeing that. I, look, I was a, a bit against the market here. It seemed like everybody was in love with Washington all week. Was I wasn't in love with that given the erratic nature of Taylor Heineke. And we've seen how good Minnesota has been to the turnover margin this year. So I stayed away and I'm glad I did because it would have been a Minnesota play for me. Uh, and, uh, and that has worked out by the way, Packers finally into the end zone. Here, so our, our, wow. the, uh, the national nightmare is over <laughs> uh, Rogers to Lazard. And we, uh, we have game on in Detroit. <laughs> uh, that is eight to six. 
Right. Now, we haven't mentioned that game at all because that has just been a calamity of errors in that game from everyone. Rodgers, uh, Ben, as you said it before, his worst game of his life, basically. Three interceptions before that touchdown to Lazard. Green Bay going for two. We'll update you on how the line moves uh depending on what happens for that two-point conversion. Uh, Danny, let's uh, let's go to Atlanta. Back and forth game in the ATL. Falcons have taken the lead in this third quarter. Cordero Patterson off IR. Two touchdowns right away for Patterson. And uh, the Falcons uh, have the ball back, leading 17-14 with 26 seconds to go in the third quarter. And, uh, Danny, I, look, I, the Chargers – despite an amazing play by Khalil Mack earlier, just seem to be broken right now. They really do. And, and it's very frustrating watching Herbert struggle because he's such a fun quarterback to see him thrive. And when you don't have Allen, you don't have Williams, it certainly isn't going to help. But you still shouldn't have that many excuses against the Atlanta Falcons. This line just jumped up to three and a half now in favor of Atlanta with them having the three-point lead. If you think they can cover three in the hook, it's plus 120 at Bet MGM. But I kind of like the Chargers going into this spot before I knew Keenan Allen was going to be out. So ultimately, I stayed away. But this is a must-have spot for the Chargers. And I just don't really see how you can trust them here. It feels like they're down further than just three points right now, Jeff. But somehow, they're sticking in there. You know, it's just one of the, this is, Ben, this is the classic matchup between these two franchises. Who's going to make the mistake that loses this game? And that's probably what it comes yeah. down to in Atlanta. Hey, that's why I like to have an Atlanta in a, in a teaser like here. Give, give myself a little insurance update and a half. By the way, your Jets, Jeff, the Jets, they're in business, baby. Another pick of Josh Allen. Now, what a year for Sauce Gardner. That guy's, that guy's been amazing. He should win defensive rookie of the year, even though Garrett Wilson nearly just had a total disaster, but fortunate to fall on the ball after fumbling it about seven yards forward. We'll keep you updated on what's going on. Also, that Joe Mixon guy, pretty good today. We'll tell you what he's done on Live Bet Sunday. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, are like, you know, who's ready to get Creighton? You don't watch Creighton. They play, and I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not gonna, the not the Big East tournament. They're, well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That, like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> And then they're never at any of the Yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? See the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds, it was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. 
Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids, but I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odd specials, and plenty more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. You must be 21 or older to place a wager and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Welcome back in. Live Bet Sunday. Happy to be with you. I'm Jeff Parles, Ben Wilson, Danny Burke alongside Ben Wilson. Cheers emulating from this studio over the last few moments. James Robinson, an eight-yard touchdown reception from Zach Wilson. And for the first time today, the 12-and-a-half-point underdogs at the peak of the market this week, the New York Jets have the lead on Buffalo, cashing in on Josh Allen's second interception of the day. The Jets plus 450 on the money line before the game. Right now, still three-and-a-half-point underdogs, uh, leading 17-14 with under four minutes to go in the third. But, Ben, we were saying it off the air. uh, This has been an impressive showing today by the New York Jets against the team that everyone has power-rated number one. And you would have thought like that, that really bad interception early in the red zone by Allen would, you know, you thought maybe that's the wake up call, kick him into high gear. So for as much as I think for like both Danny and I, the way we think it's like, okay, at what point do you come in on Buffalo in game? Still, the market is making you pay a tax. You have to lay three in a hook right now. Uh, pretty late now into this game, late third quarter down three. But as we've talked about, I mean, this Jets defense has been top 10 in, a, in most metrics all season. And so you already had the giant spread to, to lay in, in the first place. Clearly the offensive game plan has put uh, this ball just mostly on the ground here and out of the hands of Zach Wilson. So for as much as this is normally like a principal in-game bet, I don't know how you feel, Danny, but I find myself not really wanting to, to run to the window here on Buffalo. It's, it's clearly been one of those days. It reminds me a lot of the, the game against Jacksonville last season 
Although the difference is the Jets have significantly more talent than that Jaguar defense and overall team did a year ago when the Bills lost as, what, 16.5 point outright uh, favorites. Yeah, I, I'm kind of with you, Ben. I mean, the Bills seem like the obvious live betting option throughout this slate at the moment, but the issue is that you're still laying in Justin Fields throws a pick, by the way. That's why I was kind of looking to the side after they finally get a stop oh. on defense. We'll see what the What's penalties the are. I'm sure, it's hold I'm sure it's on the Bears holding, but um, <laughs> <laughs> nevertheless, uh, Ben, I, what I'm going to do for that game, though, because they're laying three and a half right now, I'm going to wait. You, get, you still got plenty of time, right? There's five minutes left in the third quarter. We know this Bills offense can take a drive down the field in less than 30 seconds. So I'm going to hold out a little bit. You get a better idea of Buffalo. Kind of hope New York doesn't let it get out of hand. And if I'm getting three or less with the Bills, then I'll consider jumping in. But right now, I'm going to pause on that. By the way, Danny, offsetting penalties in Chicago. Ah, offensive holding wow. and defensive holding. So the Bears will retain 35-25 Miami, three minutes to go third quarter. Bears eight and a half point underdogs. A total 74 and a half, just like we all expected uh, in a game featuring the Chicago Bears. Even though the Bears, let's face it. Great you, over team. You, you move Justin Fields out of the pocket? The guy can do Crazy. things. What Crazy. a concept. He's <laughs> just three straight games now where Fields has looked actually quite good uh, for the Chicago Bears. Uh, let's go to Cincinnati and, and, and Carolina. Danny, this will be the only mention of this game. The Bengals lead 42 to 7. <laughs> 42 to 7. Burrow has only thrown one touchdown in 206 yards. Uh, at halftime, the Panthers had nine passing yards. Baker Mayfield is in the game for Carolina. But the real story today is if you have Joe Mixon in fantasy or you bet Joe Mixon touchdown props, you're going to the window or you're winning your fantasy match by a ton. Joe Mixon has not one, not two, not three, not four, but five. All hands worth of touchdowns today. Four on the ground, one receiving, and what has just been an absolute behind whipping by the Cincinnati Bengals today, Danny. Yeah, not quite sure if they offer Mixon to score five or more touchdowns. If so, I'm curious what the odds were on that. But my goodness, it's about time this guy broke out. And that's coming from a, a Joe Mixon fantasy owner in a couple of leagues. But that's about the best he's done, obviously. And I, do you know what the, the record is for the amount of touchdowns one guy scored in a game? I mean, are they getting, just going to keep giving it to him to try to do that? Santos, uh, look up. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to figure that one out. But 42 to 7, you obviously don't want to keep him up there. But if he's on pace for breaking a record, which you assume he's got to be close, something to keep an eye out Remember, for. Remember, uh, yeah, Danny, so Alvin, Kamara, Alvin Kamara Christmas two years ago had six. Yeah. That, I believe, was the ah, record. Okay. Yeah. I think Ben well, is right. right. Yeah. Uh, against Minnesota. To ask against to get Minnesota two more with this big a lead, probably not going to get there. Probably not. Uh, the game. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> uh, 42 to 7. We're, Jeff, uh, the normally reliable uh, young way coup, by the way, all of a sudden missing missing field goals, misses a 50 yarder. And it, for like you and I, having, you know, liking Atlanta here this week, it, it's so frustrating because you think about this through the prism of your bet, right? If Koo makes the kick, it's 20 to 14. It could be Falcons. hard for you to lose. We know how aggressive Brandon Staley is as a coach. You feel pretty good, even though we're early fourth quarter here. You would feel really good with any of your Falcons plus three and a half from early in the week, plus three, plus two and a half teasers, obviously, because of like at this point, if you're if you're up six, Staley's probably in four down territory the rest of the way here. And you're likely if you lose the game, if you're the Falcons, you're probably losing by one barring something crazy happened. Now you kind of reset here. It's it's a three point game. Chargers have it in really good field position at the 40 after the missed kick by Koo. 
And you kind of throw your hands up because like, like, as you mentioned, Jeff, it's like what team is going to shoot themselves in the foot later in this game or more egregiously. And so far, both teams have done their best. Chargers looked like they didn't even get off the bus until about 11, 15 a.m. Pacific time today. Been pretty even game since though. And, and now this really has the feel of a coin flip right now. It is. It is a coin flip. Uh, no doubt about that. Chargers one and a half point underdogs, uh, but favorite on the money line. Okay. I'm going to say my screen has that wrong right now. Uh, but the, uh, oh, it just changed. Falcons two and a half live, leading by three after a Charger penalty wipes out what would have been a big play to Gerald Everett uh, on that uh, for the L.A. Chargers. Uh, ben, let's go to uh, let's go to a game that uh, I don't think you want to even acknowledge the existence of. We mentioned it earlier. Uh, Detroit in the red That's zone to begin the fourth team. quarter. It is eight to six. Detroit leading Green Bay. Uh, Lions three and a half point favorites live with a total of 31 and a half, Ben. Yeah, well, my my, my in-game play of, the, of this morning window for us at the West Coast, I took over 41 and a half in-game. Both Jonathan Von Tobel and I, we were sitting next to each other. Uh, we each t- had the same thought. Both of these teams were moving the ball early. Lions turned it over first in the red zone. Goff was uh, Goff incomplete on a fourth down play. And then you had the Packers drive right down the field. Rodgers basically spikes it off a guy's helmet, picked in the end zone there after the deflection. And after that play, you're thinking, okay, offense is likely going to open up. This is a ridiculously horrible Lions defense. And yet uh, this, to me, has been the worst game of Aaron Rodgers' career. And I don't say that like, you know, being in the moment or, or, or not remembering any of the games in the past. This is only the fifth time in his career he's thrown three interceptions in a game. Three of the previous four were all when he was either a first or second year starter. The other one was 2017 in a game against a really good Carolina defense when the Packers were underdogs on the road in that spot. And until that last touchdown pass to Alan Lazard, uh, the fourth worst quarterback rating of his, of his career. So to me, and all three of his interceptions were just miserably underthrown. So it's been a very infuriating game to watch today. Uh, liking Green Bay pregame, not to, look, having the in-game over here where both of these teams have had ample opportunities. Eight, six, I still think like we're at 31 and a half entering this fourth quarter. You get, you get three touchdowns. It wouldn't shock me. I mean, the opportunities have been there the entire day. Uh, neither team's been able to take advantage, but really in more ways than one, an indictment on this Packers team that is against the worst defense in the league by a country mile, but unable to do anything in the big spots when it's counted in the red zone. Yeah, I guess uh, Ben has been a microcosm of what they've been this year. And just everything that Touchdown can go Detroit, wrong. Detroit, by the way. So, go, like, you know, yep, I was there coming, go. obviously, a little late to bet this now. But I, I could ease, I could still see this thing turning into a scoring fest in the fourth quarter. These defenses have been asking to give up, giving up big plays. It just hasn't really manifested yet. And, and you're about to see uh, Detroit likely take a 15-6 lead, assuming they make the PAT. Detroit uh, will get an updated number in a second. Now, four and a half point favorites with that PAT pending against Green Bay. Danny I don't know what's going on with what with Washington, but it's clearly the Taylor Heineke magic because something called a Dax Milne just scored a touchdown to Washington. <laughs> it's 17-7, I should say. Washington in front Milne, of course, the BYU product uh, with a touchdown, his first one in his NFL career. But Danny, three-point underdogs, Washington down 7 nothing immediately in this game, has scored the next 17 and have completely Shut down Minnesota's offense. Commanders, six and a half point favorites. 36 and a half is your total live. Danny, the commanders could move to three and oh with Heineke if this holds. It really makes no sense, but 
I'm kind of happy because we've been clamoring for Heineke in the sense of that he was going to be an upgrade from Wentz, and by far has he been an upgrade. And how about the Minnesota Vikings? Like, this is a classic Minnesota game. Every yeah. time they're like a small favorite on the road, they pull this number, and it makes no sense, and it's just got to drive you nuts as a Minnesota fan. I had no skin in this game, but it's like, how can you manage to do this against the Commanders? Commanders got 16 first downs. Vikings got 10 yards per play. Not that much of a differential, but talk about the rushing. You got Dalvin Cook. You only got 32 rushing yards. The Commanders have 131 on the ground. Jeff, I, you can't trust Minnesota here. Danny, it's just one They're of those. Frauds. The Minnesota Vikings, as Ben Wilson just said, fraudulent. <laughs> fraudulent. Even though we're going to steamroll Fraud. to an NFC North title when it's all said and done. By the way, guys, fourth quarter at MetLife Stadium. The Bills have it in Jet territory, but a big third down coming as the Jets lead Buffalo 17-13. Bills three-and-a-half-point favorites heading to the fourth. We'll keep you updated on Live Bet Sunday next. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. Get everything VSEN has to offer for the rest of the football season for just 99 American dollars. Your VEASAN Pro access all the way through the big game, plus our upcoming college basketball guide, all college bowl guide and Super Bowl betting guides, all coming out later in the year. Give yourself an edge today. VEASAN.com slash subscribe to get your $99 midseason special today. That's VSIN.com slash subscribe. Happy to be with you. I'm Jeff Parles. That's South Point. Sportsbook jam-packed as always on a weekend. Ben Wilson's at Circa. Danny Burke is in Chicago. I have, I, 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 Ben, Danny, I'm kind of surprised that no one even mentioned that I hadn't mentioned this game at all, but New England and Indianapolis, I guess we have to mention it because New England's in the red zone. Ben, really just the game where no one's done anything. The biggest play in this game was a punt block by New England that set up a two yard touchdown yep. from Jones to Stevenson. New England's up 16 to three. They're laying 18 and a half with the ball in the red zone right now. Total 30 and a half. Ben, I texted this to Gil Alexander earlier. The Indianapolis Colts are the worst team in football, and they have shown it with Sam Ellinger today. Oh, they've been horrible. There was a, a graphic earlier where they, they had a pick of just, a, you know, it was a live shot of a very sullen-looking Frank Reich, and they just had on, on the side of the screen the yards per play for both teams. At one point, it was 0.7 for the Colts, 0.8 for the Patriots. Probably the closest thing we'll ever get to the, the same graphic of the Frank Beamer at Vatech raising his arms at 0-0 at the end of regulation. This has been horrible. I threw Indianapolis in the contest. I did not feel like with how erratic this Patriot offense has been, they deserve to be laying a five-and-a-half or six-point number over anybody. And in some senses, I feel like the handicap, at least on the New England offense, has been good. They really should only have nine points. As you talk about, Jeff, seven being set up on a, what, a five-yard field based on a block punt. But uh, this Ellinger-led Indy offense, I mean, you have the highest-paid offensive line in the game, 41 million. So your, your, your fall guy, if you're Frank Reich, was the offensive coordinator last week who didn't even call plays. Shouldn't the fall guy be Kevin Mawai, who, sure, was a great offensive lineman in his day, but has been an absolute disaster as the offensive line coach for the Colts? You know, and for as bad as Ellinger's been, he really hasn't had any, any chance on a lot of these dropbacks. I thought he'd give him at least a chance with his mobility today, but I was dead wrong, and that looks like New England settling for three to, to take an insurmountable 19-3 to three lead. It might as well be 193-3, to three, Jeff, because Indy is not coming back. In this yeah, I, I, you know, it's just one of those where it – May takes eight quarters for Indy to score two touchdowns in this game. Yeah. So New England's going to settle for a 22-yard field goal. Uh, I would imagine Folk will knock it through because Folk is now out in Vinatieri 2.0 in New England. Uh, so it's about to be 19 to three. 
Patriots, again, in firm command, even though it's only a two-score game, assuming Folk knocks through the chippy field goal against Indianapolis. Uh, let's go uh, Let's go back to the Meadowlands real quick, guys. Uh, T- Tyler Bass from 51 good. Game is tied at 17, but the Bills then kick the ball out of bounds on the kickoff. So the Jets will get good field position here to open the fourth quarter in a 17-17 game. Uh, just a ball just at the 40 because of the penalty. Uh, an incomplete pass. Second down to 10. Jets, three and a half point underdogs. Danny, 44 and a half the total. Are we doing anything here with a smaller runway in this game? Still, still holding out right now. The fact that the Bills haven't been able to generate any offense scares me about laying more than a field goal like I was kind of talking about earlier. I mean, you're getting even money for them to lay three in the hook, which is not bad. But again, I just feel like Buffalo is pretty, pretty set on if they can get the field goal, they'll trust their defense to limit Zach Wilson and company, and they're capable of doing that. So I'm not ready to rush to do anything in that capacity. I guess, really, honestly, Jeff, I would be looking at this under 44 and a half. That would be thinking the, the same thing. The, yeah, the big. Yeah, if you don't think they're going to cover the three and a half and you like the Bills, I mean, again, like you may just get a couple of field goals or one field goal by the end of this. So that would be the best angle to take, I think. I, if you're I, talking about short agreement. runway, I mean, yeah, 44 and a half, which is what, 10 and a half for the rest of the game. What's the, what's the most likely outcome here, Jeff? Isn't it either Bills touchdown, Jets have to get seven, they hold, win the game 24-17, or you see some combination of field goals here? That would be the, the most optimal thing. And it has paced to and under uh, throughout the day today. Yeah, Jets go three and out with the good field position. So yeah, I would I would say probably goes yeah. for uh, goes for an under. Even though now there's still a lot of time left. Jets only took thirty seconds off the clock on that drive. So uh, Jets will punt. Buffalo gets it back. Still three and a half point favorites live uh, with twelve forty to go in the ball game. Seventeen seventeen. Ben in Atlanta field goal good by the Chargers. Seventeen all. Five and a half to go. Fourth quarter. I'm a little surprised here that it is a pick, but Atlanta at minus 110 at the books that are dealing minus 115 as the base with the Chargers favored. I don't think that's right. I think Atlanta should be favored right now, Ben. I Look, I'm seeing a couple of shops at, at minus 160 Atlanta on the money that line. I see it was right. anywhere from minus one. Yeah, my, I see a couple. MGM has minus 120. A couple of the books have minus 160. And, yeah, with the way these teams have moved the ball – I realize Atlanta last drive moves right down the field and misses a, a field goal there from young way able to limit the chargers to three, which I, I was pretty stunned after the chargers picked up a fourth down on the edge of field goal range. Looked like they were going to punch it in for six. I, I'm shocked that Atlanta actually held them to three there. So look like the position I'm in with the teaser up to plus eight and a half. That feels pretty good right now. Not having the, having the plus three in the contest though, it still does feel very uh, pick ish to me. And if we're talking about, Short runways. We saw this happen last week with the Carolina Atlanta game and knowing that these are two very unreliable, uh, very up and down Jekyll and Hyde teams. I don't know how you can look to look and say this is still kind of a short runway handicap as far as trying to find an in-game angle, because even though we're down to what, 450, you, you could tell me anything were to happen in this final five minutes and I would probably believe you the way these two teams play. I wouldn't be shocked if we see multiple turnovers here that screw this game up in some fashion. So uh, but Mariota's taking a bit. Oh, it. he's oh, wide, wide open. open. Oh, he, he missed, missed him. Oh, oh, oh that come was, on. That's a touchdown. Wide open. Got to make that throw. Third eight coming. Uh, by the way, uh, in Jacksonville, let's go there because Danny and I are head-to-head here. 
I'm on Jacksonville. Danny's on Oak on uh, excuse me, Las Vegas dollar in the jar for me. Uh, Danny, Vegas gets it back. They're three and a half point underdogs right now. Fifty one and a half is the live total. Uh, what would you do here with the Raiders, who have just in pretty vintage 2022 Raiders fashion, have completely melted down after getting out to a 17-0 lead. I wouldn't do anything. Right now, I'm just ticked off as someone who backed the Raiders with such a healthy lead <laughs> going into the second half. But I, again, I only have myself to blame for the Raiders allowing this Jacksonville team back in it. You felt good about this offense finally, right? You got Devontae Adams involved, and it seemed like it was going to be smooth sailing. And, yeah, you figured the Raiders' defense was going to allow some kind of success to the Jags' offense. But the fact that the Raiders have been stagnant in the second half is mind-boggling with the weapons that they have, with Josh Jacobs playing the way that he has. So, again, I'm not feeling good about it. I'd, of course, rather be in your position right now, Jeff. But, again, we also have seen Jacksonville do some nonsensical things and just play ridiculously poor at the end of these games. So hey, it's far from over right now. I wouldn't touch it. Cause I really don't have a true feel and you know, you only really have a little bit more faith than Jacksonville, but you're not getting any value with them per se right now, even at three and a half, you're laying like a buck 50 and who's to say the Raiders can't go down and settle for a field goal. Like they refused to on the last drive. So I, I, yeah, I I'm just going to patiently sweat. I don't know. I mean, car just Incomplete fired a ball, on fired a ball hundred miles an hour for no reason to his running back. So uh, uh, Raiders are going to have to punt three and out immediately. Six and a half to go. Jacksonville getting back, leading 24-20. Ben, it's, it's great that we have a slate where we have multiple games where teams are playing each other, where we're just sitting on the edge of our seat to see who screws up last to lose the game. Oh, we have that in Jacksonville. We have that in Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I know. In Atlanta, look, you miss a wide open touchdown. Of course, uh, yeah, sure enough, then the next play, incomplete pass. So three and out for Atlanta. There's still so much time left for some of the, one of these teams to do something moronic. Uh, at least, in, you know, in Detroit, too, this is the other game where we've talked about the struggles for Rodgers and the Packers. Lost in the shuffle a little bit. They have been so decimated today by injuries where uh, Romeo Dobbs gets hurt. Pretty serious-looking leg injury on the first drive of the game. Christian Watkins goes, goes, uh, Watson goes back in concussion protocol. He's out. Aaron Jones has left this game, has not returned. We keep seeing shots of him on the sideline. And, and, you know, the Packers, like Rodgers in this drive, just picked up a third and 17 with an 18-yard run. But it's like, it's you know, it's just like pulling teeth. You have this Packer offense against the worst defense in the league by a mile, and it's like every first down you feel like is a massive achievement. Uh, so it, well, I still think there's some more twists and turns to happen in this game too, but you have to feel great if you're a Lions plus four backer right now. Again, given that short runway here, uh, mo most likely the only outcome where the where Green Bay wins here is a touchdown and a field goal. And if Detroit just stops playing on offense, that's how I'd see it right now. Danny, huge play coming in your neck of the woods. Miami has a fourth down and one. Oh. They're in field goal range. It's a three-point game, which right now Chicago is covering, but it is uh, very, very tenuous there. 7.55 to go. Fourth and one. Sanders staying on the sideline and no shock here. McDaniel going for it, Danny. Yeah, and look, the Dolphins got bailed out earlier this drive. There wasn't an intentional grounding on Tua, and then they got a pass interference. So, uh, look, it's just been really bad breaks for Chicago on this defensive drive. But, again, you Ooh, can't give up 35 points and expect things to go your way. Oh. But, luckily, that did. He was wide <laughs> so. open. Tua, Tua, under, he was wide un open. Tua undershoots the tight end and incomplete. And the Dolphins turn it over on downs, and the Bears down three with 7.50 to go. We'll get it back. Bears three and a half point Sick. underdogs live with big juice. Minus 230 right now at most shops. We keep it rolling. 
Hey, this league always delivers. A lot of tight games coming out of the wire here on Live Bet Sunday on Visa. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to do That's my That's my <laughs> I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody-Stanford. Our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health, but by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I loved that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. Turn a loss into a win with BetMGM. Place a one-game parlay with at least four legs on any professional football game. And if all the legs but one hit, you'll get your stack, your stake back in free bets up to $25. Log into your account today or download the app and sign up with BetMGM to take advantage of this offer all season long. Just opt in to the one-game parlay insurance promotion and then place a one-game parlay wager with at least four legs or more on any pro football game. 
This promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. There is a lot happening across the NFL. Coming out of the wire in a lot of places today. I'm Jeff Parles, Danny Burke, Ben Wilson alongside. We will start in Chicago, Danny Burke. After the stop on fourth down, Justin Fields with a big play on third and two to keep the drive alive. And the Bears right now have it. A second and 10 at their own 26, trailing by three. With 5.50 to go, Bears plus 2.35 on the money line, Danny Burke. Do you have the fortitude? I mean, look, if I just had some free money for fun to play with, sure, I'd take it as a Bears fan. But even if the Bears score here, look, Tua's not going to make that mistake probably ever again in his career. And if he does, well, then some questions need to be had. There was nobody within a mile of the receiver. Was it, was it Kisaki or some other time? I don't know who it was. Smith. It doesn't matter. Okay, well, yeah, and, and it's just absurd. Like, that was a terrible defensive mistake by Chicago, and that's been happening all day, and Miami's been able to expose it, and they had the punt block for a touchdown, yet Chicago has still managed to keep this a three-point game. So, oh, uh, if you think of the line, going to fall away. That guy's so good. There Just, you go. I, they're making it happen. Justin Fields with about a 15-yard run on third and seven. Uh, Danny, again, we, we we talked about it earlier, but the light bulb went on for everybody in that game in New England. Yeah. After that disaster on a Thursday night against Washington, the light bulb went on. And this is now three straight games. Look, I know they got blasted last week by Dallas, but this is three straight games now where the Chicago offense has looked competent. And actually, forget competent, they've looked quite good these last three weeks. Yeah, and now imagine Chase Claypool actually getting time to prepare with this team. A new draft class coming in with tons of picks. The most cap space heading into next season and another year development for Getsy, for Eberflus, for Fields. This Bears team is still going to be competitive next season and maybe on the bubble for a playoff team. He could hold me to that. I mean, with a weaker NFC, that could absolutely be the case. The defense is another concern, but uh, look, the secondary with Brisker, Gordon, Jalen Johnson, and Eddie Jackson, they'll mesh together and they'll figure it out. It's what they can do with the backers and up front that's really going to be the main issue but look fields taking a stack there it's kind of the other side of the coin you get sometimes in these clutch situations yeah you don't want them to have to run every play if it works great but they need to get something going downfield quick here you can't get back too far into your own territory ben in washington minnesota touchdown dalvin cook with an awesome one-handed grab for a touchdown uh from five, from 12 yards out to give Minnesota a tie now with Washington, 17-all. Commanders really, other than that big play to Sam, have really struggled to move the ball in this game, Ben. Right now, Commanders plus 125 in a tie game with seven and a half minutes to go in Landover. And they're about to have a third and six here in their own end. And that's the thing when you bet on Washington games. And we, we sweated that last week against Indianapolis. You know there's going to be a play or two every game where Taylor Heineke does something completely ridiculously uh, stupid and, and, and just like totally moronic. And, and he just does the same thing here in pretty good control, even though like Washington has ridden the strength of their defense today. There's an awful pick right to Harrison Smith. It's flipped the tenor of this game. And you can't help but think, like Minnesota's had so many of these games where they just take like a quarter and a half off and do nothing. And yet, as Gil Alexander always talks about on, on, on a numbers game and on the Megapod, it's that, that old Plinko chip, just the randomness has been on their side every single game. And here they get a big sack. Minnesota by three makes a lot of sense uh, right now, uh, at least if you're looking at it from that perspective. I mean, I'm seeing right now minus two and a half, minus 140. I don't know if you'd rather look at taking a cheap money line price here at minus 145, but 
uh, and now just ticked up to minus 160 at MGM. But uh, look, you had your like Minnesota had his opportunities to take an early lead, couldn't do it. Washington had its chances to play ball control. They were up multiple scores and have been unable to hang on here. So uh, it, this, this is another game. I, it just has to have that feel like Minnesota's winning by three here after all these one-score wins we've seen out of them throughout the last five weeks. Danny, decision time in Jacksonville. They will have a fourth down and one, make it fourth and two at the Raider 22-yard line. Actually, maybe a little bit easier than I would have expected now with it being fourth and two. Uh, Raiders will take a timeout, 3.08 to go. Field goal possibly for Jacksonville. Raiders out of timeouts. But it looks like Jacksonville is going to keep the offense on the field here, Danny Burke. Uh, But uh, here we go. Game on the line in Jacksonville at 24-20 Jags. And a fourth down and one. And it looks like Doug Peterson is going to keep the offense on the field here and try to go for the jugular against the Raiders. As he should. They can't stop him for anything. This Raiders defense, they're on their heels this entire second half. The offense hasn't gifted them with anything. I would go for it as well. As someone who's backing Las Vegas, I would prefer they kick the field goals. So, you know, at that point, that's kind of giving you the indication that that's the right play call from Peterson to go for it, even if they don't get it, because they still need a touchdown out of the Raiders, which clearly looks like is not going to happen based on the lack of success we have seen in the second half. It's been pathetic, but uh, one of us will be happy, and I'm thinking it's going to be you, buddy. So, so, uh, we'll, we'll just see. Have to wait. We'll see. Again, these teams are idiotic. As we know, <laughs> fourth and one, Jacksonville is going. Lawrence under center here. Let's see what we get. Yeah, Might just be snapping or keep barking and try to draw them off. And it sure looks oh, like that. What also just happened? In, in, ben, oh. Ben, what did the oh. Chargers just do? What was that? Uh, All I so, saw was the ball went I, flying so backwards. Play, this. That just looked like a standard little like two yard. So just to set the stage first, Go Atlanta ahead. out of timeouts, 45 seconds left chargers in field goal range. Just trying they could run the clock all the way down to three here and kick the, and kick the game winning field goal. Looked like Eckler just went down. And then I looked away to see what would happen on this Jaguar play. Uh, I believe they ruled this down at, after the fact here, John, Husky's he's down. He's clearly down. obviously yeah. down ball squirms free. So in a game where we've had a whole lot of, uh, weird uh, post post play balls breaking free, leading to big returns on the other side. So the Chargers here are going to have a field goal to win the game. And remember, they just they, they elevated Brandon Dicker, a new kicker, off the practice squad with the injury injury continuing here to Dustin Hopkins. So, oh, and Jacksonville misses the forty one yard field goal <laughs> after they after they call timeout. Oh, so you can't make goodness. this stuff up. Uh, Riley Patterson doinks it off the upright. Uh, but this is again, you know, classic game where we saw this open. Th- it was three and a half at one point. Chargers laying it on the road. We saw how bad the injury report looked. If you were paying attention, you could have grabbed the Falcons plus the hook there. As the week has gone on, though, there were a lot of threes, which you'll likely push on. I'll push on that in the contest. But if you waited too late, if you came in at the very end, I know, Danny, you like the Chargers here laying a short price at two and a half. You'll likely get there. Now, I don't know why. So they spotted this ball all the way back at the 43 here for the Chargers, about a 20-yard loss. They're going to a booth review, but I don't know how that. I thought he was down. down. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how this doesn't get overturned, but just a very bizarre play that they let that actually run out. Uh, but this should get reversed, and it should be a Chargers uh, able to run the clock down and kick a game-winning field goal. In the Meadowlands real quick, Ben, the New York Jets started with the ball inside their own five. Eight plays, 78 yards, all on the ground, and now have a ginormous third and five with a little over two minutes to play. You pick this up, you could actually really run the clock all the way down. If you're in New York, 
And a big third down, Wilson throwing and completing to, of all people, Denzel wow, Mims. Of all people, Denzel Mims. A first down for the Jets on the first pass attempt of the drive. And the Jets are first and goal at the eight with the two-minute warning coming. Jets were Just 10 your classic. Uh, hey, hey, guys, classic. guys, what did I say to you jokingly in the break? Yeah, I I know. Yeah, you got any chance at a seven-minute and fifty-three-second drive, which uh, you won't because the Bills have all their timeouts. But a drive where the Jets have manhandled Buffalo on the ground—kind of stunning, regardless of what happens there. Danny in Chicago, Miami. After Chicago had the punt, goes three and out. Chicago gets it back. Two thirty-eight to go. One timeout. Down by three. Danny Burke. Yeah, a huge play defensively by Jalen Johnson. It looked like Waddle had the pass almost a little bit underthrown by two on a deep ball. And we've heard that one before. And uh, Johnson <laughs> uh, able to kind of scrape it away. So, yeah, the Bears actually getting a chance here. 238 left. Bears have one timeout left. You know, despite what we have seen out of this game, again, the Bears have 32 points. There really has not been that much successful passing in the second half. So, Fields is going to have to make a lot of things happen. And they're going to have to do more than screens, which is all they're doing right now because no receivers are getting separation and even if they are you know this offensive line not the best at giving fields time so uh as a bears fan who has seen this story uh still holding my breath uh, a ton yeah. here but fingers Two. crossed hey, hey jeff uh, real real quick before we hit this break dan campbell fourth and three at the green bay 43 204 to go up six goes for it Goff duck of a pass right at the feet of his receiver incomplete Packers get the ball back now at their own 43 Just right gonna now. Just going to find a way to lose, live. aren't they? <laughs> Plus 130. So once again, Campbell and the Lions. Analytics did say go for it, but they're back at it again here. By the way, quickly, in some games that are tied at 17, Minnesota on the move, five-and-a-half-point favorite live in a game tied at 17 against Washington. Jets, minus 355 favorites at 17-17. Buffalo, if you want the take back, plus 300. We'll keep you updated. Down to the wire we go on Live Bet Sunday. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. 
the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.